Hey, everybody, and welcome. Our high school hockey preview continues today. In fact, we're going to wrap up the boys part of it. You might remember this name, Colton Sanderson. Uh, he is in the studio today, uh, one of the assistant coaches for the East Grand Forks Green Wave. We'll be talking to him. Our show today brought to you by Rumors Sports Bar and Casino. It's funny, we were just talking about rumors right across the hall, so conveniently located for guys um, like me. Um, I really like that. Uh, you want to watch UND hockey? That's where you go watch it. If you're not going to be at the Ralph, go check it out. Wall-to-wall TVs. Get yourself some great grub. Get one of those world-famous beer towers. You're all set to watch UND hockey, football, whatever. They've got buses to all the big events. In fact, today's Wednesday. Get a burger to side for just 6 bucks. Got Monday uh, is DJ Trivia Night. There's just a ton of things to do. Love it. Rumors Sports Bar and Casino in the Grand Cities Mall. Uh, if you have any questions or comments for us, for me, for Colton Sanderson, our phone number is 701-213-0863. 701-213-0863. All right, here we go. Now, Colton, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the show, but um, every day I do a segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Here's my joke. Joke My Neighbor Tells Me. And then I wait and look at Dale, the producer, to see if he likes it or not. Uh, here we go. Um, someone knocked on my door. And they were asking for a donation for a senior home. So they knocked on my door asking for a donation for a senior home. Um, I gave them my mother. <laughs> oh, I got a thumb up on that one. Uh, he's going to um, give you at least the laugh. There you go. Bit. Yeah, yeah. He's tough, man. He's he's a tough nut to break over there. Good spirit. (laughs) Um, how you been? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you know, we we saw each other out in the lobby here, and uh, it's been what probably four years, five years, maybe since you were on us uh, back when I was doing my old radio thing. Uh, You guys used to come in once in a while, and uh, we had good times back then. But but how's things going now? How have you been? Yeah, I was thinking about that often, and uh, Gage with his new media career on the side of uh, moving boxes for mini movers. We we used to love coming in to visit with you guys. We'd roll office to office, and yeah, we signed up uh, early enough, and Jason Hadji with the media guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Boy, you know, Haji, back in the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now he's living the high life out there in the, the warm weather. Where so, is he now? Uh, I think he's down in Kansas area. Oh, so. sure, yeah. sure, sure. I didn't think I'd ever see him leave. He just keeps going farther south because he's a Canadian, wasn't he? Yeah, he's from Sass, too. He's a true oh, uh, Saskatchewan Rough okay. Rider fan. Ketchup oh. chips. Okay. All the good things. Yeah, ketchup but. chips. Um, favorite Canadian football team? Do you have one? Yeah, Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Okay, okay. Yeah. Who won the Great Cup this year? Uh, I was happy to see. Unfortunately, you, you know, you're not a Blue Bomber not fan. Not a big Blue Bomber guy. I felt bad for uh, for our UND yeah. football alumni that are yeah. on there and Brady Oliveira mm-hmm. being uh, all Canadian Player it, of the Year. And uh, Holm had an interception that game. Yep. Oliveira had a touchdown, but. I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever cheered for the Alouettes before in a game, but I was kind of like, ah, yeah, yeah. I'm sick of these bombers. <laughs> like Bryn Chizik being a Manitoba guy. Oh, sure, sure. He's, uh, he's always all over me. The bombers are stronger. I, I have this year. so I many Manitoba anymore. friends, and they're oh. all they're all Winnipeg Blue Bombers. But okay, here's here's another one. Then um, favorite hockey team, NHL. Man, it's crazy now. Right now, let's just cheer for Brock Besser. Sure, leading uh, the NHL in goals. Like Isn't I think growing something? up. Growing up, I always loved the Leafs. I liked the Detroit mm-hmm. Red Wings. And then you get older and you come to a place where the, the lights are bright. I think the first year, uh, funny story, actually. First workout I had at the Ralph, I'm wearing a Pittsburgh Penguins hat. and I, Brett I won't Hextall, hold that against you. Brett Hextall comes in <laughs> and he's like, who is this kid? Like, Why is he wearing a Penguins hat? Is he drafted there or something? Like, I'm like, here I am, like a 21-year-old freshman yeah. on the SJ who just came off using Sherwood sticks for three <laughs> yeah. years. I get my own curve now. That's amazing. And this guy's like, why is this guy wearing a penguin's hat? And like, 
who is this? Yeah. So, uh, I kind of gave up cheering for teams. I didn't start cheering for uh, UND alumni and guys that I've played with now. So, yeah, Brock scoring another one. Greasy yeah. net front goal last night. It's, yeah. uh, it's been awesome. Um, you know, um, the only thing is uh, I'm such a hockey nut. Um, I just don't like Boston. And I, I shouldn't say I don't like Boston. I don't like Boston because of one guy. And I think we all know who we're talking about. Is it old time or new time? New time. Brad I used Marchand? to like. Yes, I oh. used to love the Bruins back in the Esposito days, and you know Bobby Orr and, and hey Sanderson to Orr. Yeah. <laughs> no relation, I, I, just well, yeah. like Jake. No relation. Brad uh, Marchand, I can't stand him. I can't believe nobody has kicked the living shit out of him the way it is now. It's, you know, uh, you know what? We were out and playing against BU, and uh, I'm fortunate enough with my my job with UND and, and traveling with uh, the hockey team on on some of those weekends. Mm-hmm. Uh, take off. To Denver tomorrow for a big series, but we were out in Boston, got together with Derek Forbert, and he hooked us up. Uh, myself and a couple of our nice uh, UND supporters, the Nelsons from Forest River. Oh, sure, and, sure. Uh, we got to go to that game where Marchant slew footed the leaf oh, forward there in the yeah, board. So yeah. It didn't look that bad from our angle, but on slow mo, everything looks worse. And, and you know, that's the thing. It, he's such a good hockey player. Oh, yeah. He doesn't need to be that way. He doesn't need to play that way, that little rat. I mean, oh. he just doesn't need to be that. Hey. All right. Oh, but we could go on on that one, I'm sure. We could go on, like and on, and on and on and on and on. Okay, we know you were a UND hockey player, you're Canadian. But what about life after UND? I mean, I bet you, was it hard to leave UND or were you done with it? You're ready to move on to the next chapter. Tell us about that phase in, in life after UND for the first couple of years anyway. Well, I didn't want to leave UND yet. I just got started. I finally got yeah. some games there my senior year. So I was kind of uh, really excited and coming off a high. And I mean, if you have to leave this place, that was uh, the way that you well, have to absolutely, go. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but no, so after UND, I had a cup of tea in, in pro hockey and you know, I think what people don't realize um, from the outside sometimes is, and, and some do believe me, but just how well you get treated at UND as a oh, student-athlete. Yeah. I mean, you can live uh, at the Ralph. Yeah, I mean, in any sport, you get yeah. treated so well. The community is so accepting. It's it's a small community in the grand scheme of things, and that's what I loved about UND. Um, you know, the pressure's on, obviously, within mm, hockey to succeed. Sure. And when you're going out in public and things aren't going well, you're going to hear about it. Oh, when yeah. things are going well, you're going to hear about it. So you have to learn a little bit of even keelness, mm-hmm. a little bit of humbleness, too. Um, so leaving here, though, and playing in the minors for a very short time, you, you learn, you know, you don't take it for granted. You yep. what you get because too much uh, whom's given, much is expected. And um, so for me, played a short amount of time. I was ready to move on. Older guy. Uh, I'm ready to start a career mm-hmm. in the business world. And sure. So, um, I kind of bounced around a couple teams, and I was kind of traded to another one and decided, you know, it's, it's time. Yep. yep. Um, so I moved home to uh, Saskatchewan, got a job in sales, and uh, got some really good experience mm-hmm. there working for some great people. And um, it kind of took off from there, and this opportunity at UND opened up. Um, and, you know, Mike Manassa, who, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in charge with Deanna there, and yep. Brad Berry had kind of reached out to see – hey, are you interested in something like this and wow. fundraising at UND? And we kind of worked from there. And, you know, a year of immigration work later, kudos yep. to UND and the foundation for working with me on that process. And I was able to come back here. And it worked out, you know, so seemingly because I was lucky enough in school to meet uh, meet a girl who's from East Grand Forks, Minnesota. Oh, oh and, boy. Uh, we got married in 2019. And so uh, <laughs> there you go. ended up back home in East Grand you know, it, it, the thing is, is Colton, when you're talking about this, you can see it in your eyes. Uh, you're having a good time. Uh, it, it, it looks like it's a good time for Colton Sanderson right now, uh, just by the way you're talking. And, and you mentioned uh, the UND and how you were treated. 
let's face it, um, you you did the minor league thing and, and, and all of that. UND, they're, they're treated a lot better than a lot of professional teams out there. I mean, you yeah. got your own charter. You got your you got the Ralph. I mean, you got everything. Um, I know I had a great time uh, when you were with UND, and, and, and I was tickled when I heard you were coming back because if you remember, I tried to get you on this damn show for like months and months I, and months, and you were too busy, and I couldn't get you. But we finally leave it up to Tyler Palmasino. <laughs> Thanks, Palmo. <laughs> he got him on. All right. Um, hey, I was scared. I didn't want to get in trouble too early on. I got to. Uh, I got a little bit of Saskatchewan in me still. I got to keep some oh. stories private. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I used to have dual citizenship. Oh, well, even better. Yeah, I used to work up. Uh, I used to do some work up in a, a Canadian radio station oh, up in okay. Winnipeg. So ninety-two City FM back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> nice. So. How did you get your start in coaching, especially East Grand Forks? Had you coached before? How did that all work out for you? Yeah, um, it's kind of a funny story. I mean, when uh, when you grow up around the game the way I did, my dad played 13, 14 years. Um, hockey's been a part of my life sure. since I was born. Um, and as soon as I was done my playing days, and while I was doing my playing, um, you know, I'd go back actually in the summers to Moose Jaw sometimes, um, stayed in here um, Stayed here while I was in school for the most part, but you'd help out UND hockey camps, right? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it was some local Grand Forks youth hockey or East Grand Forks hockey with Tucker and Gage. Getting, sure. Getting out there on the ice to help. And I always just took a big liking to it. Like, I love working with kids. I think it's so fun to see the joy. It's, oh, yeah. Um, Tyler's dad the other day said a hilarious thing. It was before skate and young kids were on the ice. And he said, you know, it's funny. The younger the kid is, the bigger the smile. Yeah. And yeah. they don't know what they're doing and they're just loving it. And then the older they get the more structured it is and the smile lessens. Yes. So, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I just want to work with those kids and keep the smiles big. Absolutely. Um, so I started out doing some of those things. A friend of mine um, back in Musha who played hockey at Lake State, he coaches uh, He coached in the Western League, and he coached Musha AAA there now, and he has kind of a private scenario where he does some spring hockey, he does private okay. lessons. And I started working with him and helping him out in the springtime and in the summers, and I just loved it. it. It was so fun being around the young kids and yep. trying to help them develop and keep it positive. And being a non-parent coach, I think, really helps. So it, that's yeah. Once I came back here, it was you know get get situated with UND and make sure your schedule allows some of these things to do some extra. And so I started my own company. Actually, would have been two and a half years ago on mm-hmm. the River Hockey, and I started working with high oh, school kids. Okay, um, you know THA has kind of um, been unbelievable in the community for so many years. Sure, but, sure. Um, they took a bit of a breather off of some of the things just with the Ralph renovations mm-hmm, and some mm-hmm. different staff turnovers and whatnot. So. Um, worked with Jody Hodgson and talked, hey, like, is there something I can do with THA? Should I do it on my own? And so I started doing it on my own. So I started working with the high school kids and yep. some college and junior players two summers ago. And um, Tyler had a change in his staff with uh, Coach Oliver. Yep. Um, yep. Taking a bit Scotty of a breather. Lee, yep. and follow Nick around a little mm-hmm. more. And um, he kind of had approached me. And it was kind of perfect timing, really, to, to jump into actually helping him with high school just because I felt like I was comfortable at UND now. Um, I could handle that time mm-hmm. commitment outside of work. And um, thankfully, my wife, Laura, allowed me to yeah. do it, too. So. And, 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 you know, the thing is, is every name you just named, all great people. I mean, from whether it comes to, you know, as Coach Oliver or Hodgson or any of these guys, all great people. I do want to uh, name drop. Do you know a guy named Ray Wareham? Yes, I do know Ray. Okay. Uh, boy, I, I could tell yeah. you some fun times with that guy. I can imagine. I've uh, heard him. Yeah, my, my, uh, my kid played for Ray. Uh, oh yes, that's so, right. You and I have talked with. Yeah, that yeah. Before, what a great yeah. guy! I'd love yeah. to run into him again. Now, you you also mentioned, and this isn't in my notes, Colton, but I just got to throw that out there because yeah. it's a deal. When you mentioned uh, a non being a non parent coach, um, 
Maybe not so much of a deal in high school age, but um, uh, it's getting kind of crazy now. Uh, I mean, my son um, actually left coaching for a while, hockey, because of parents. Um, do you have that issue? Have you had that issue, or is it getting better? I mean, it seems like it gets better as they get older. These kids aren't just, well, it depends. One day they could be a 16-year-old kid. The next day they could be a 16-year-old man. You never know. But yeah. is, is it tough with the parents, or is it, is it been okay? I think that I've found so far anyways, trust me, it's very early into coaching for me. But so far, uh, you try to treat everybody with respect and be understanding because at the end of the day, the most important thing in their whole world is, is somebody that you're looking out for and coaching for. So yes. I can understand where parents are coming from when they want to get involved, and in particular at the younger ages. And I think that there's that fine line of, you know, showing maturity and having, um, you know, once a younger player um, or athlete is old enough to kind of have those conversations Mm -hmm. with the coach, I think it's great to pass those on. But, yeah, I think it's always going to be there because parents are always going to love their kids. Yeah, and they're, they're all going to be Hobie them. Baker winners. Absolutely, you know? and, and, and that's okay, too. Yeah, sure right? it is. So. And, and, you know, the thing is, too, is a lot of people tend to forget the fact that you guys aren't just hockey coaches. You are life coaches. Um, I, I, I say this to every coach I interview. Um, coaches had some of the biggest impacts in my life growing up. Um, the respect I had for them and, and the admiration – and if I ever get a chance to go see a coach, I mean, gosh, I graduated 40 years ago. Uh, not too many of my coaches are still around, but if I ever get a chance to go see one, I relish it. I cherish it. It, it is so cool because every good coach remembers every player. Yep. And to get to go see them, and, and you're going to get to start seeing this too when they'll come up to you, you know, maybe a kid graduated five years prior, and they coach, geez, you know, it's so great to be back. And it's yeah there's more to it than the game there really is and that's what i think so important with it so i I think that there's situations where a coach may have to step in and and parents can get out of line if it's a respect factor Mm -hmm. to other players or officials or you know there's obviously a line across and I haven't had to deal with that yet, thankfully. I'm sure one day it'll happen. Yeah. Knock on wood, it's not well, too bad. Well, hopefully not. But, um, um, you it's, know, it's good. Section 8, we were talking about this um, last year, 14 and 10. Section 8, such a tough section in Minnesota hockey. I mean, you every it doesn't matter how East Side World or Thief does all year long. They're always going to be there at the end of the year. It, it, it never fails. Um, you guys lost the Section 8 championship last year to World. But this year, you guys are off to a great start. To be Gentry Academy, who is like, they're kind of supposed to be the newer who's who, they were saying, in Minnesota hockey. Uh, you guys beat them up pretty good. Delano, 9 nothing. Uh, you had a, a game last night, Detroit Lakes 4-1, to off to a 3-0 and start. Um, your thoughts on what you have seen so far this year? Yeah, so far, I, I think that our team is kind of... You know they've played they've played well. I think there's a lot of gaps, and, and in particular with uh, with high school hockey, right? Like you have to start somewhere and and building blocks. And really happy being off to three and zero, but there's there's a lot of work to do. And like you mentioned, there's a lot of competition within the state. And looking at our schedule, there's there's no easy games. Everybody's you know really difficult in their own right. Whether it's highly skilled or a high work ethic or a lot of speed, it's it's going to be a really good test and hopefully build us up for later in the season. You know, uh, we're already getting some texts in. Uh, Bailey Beergy, hey, Colton, you're my favorite coach for East Grand Forks hockey. I love East Grand Forks. I want East Grand Forks jacket. John, I want you to interview me. 
because I work with UAD hockey team. Colton, I always been my favorite. Uh, okay, Bailey, but you wouldn't even hardly come up and say hi to me last night at the Central game. So, uh, but we'll work on that. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, the tournament always um, it, it's between uh, East Grand Forks, Thief River Falls, and Warroad, uh, the three nicest rinks, I guess, in Section Eight hockey. Uh, last year was in Thief, I think. And- last year's in Thief. This year it's at the Gardens in Warroad. Okay, okay. Uh, how do you like playing up there? How do you how do you yeah. how's your team like it when they're up there? I mean, I've only been there for one game now, so you got to okay. remember I'm, I'm you know, you're new. new to this. Yeah. I'm new to this, um, but. Trust me, I've got enough uh, old teammates that grew up East Grand, or enough people that I live around, uh, and and in laws too. With um, oh, brother in laws, sure. both played for East Side, and uh, Nathan Peabody was on one of Ty- on both of Tyler's fourteen. Oh, okay, teams. okay. So I hear about it all, and and now I got my first taste last year with uh, being on the bench for three of those games. And yeah, like you play in the gardens, it's difficult. They've uh, they've obviously got a lot of passion and great history, and that that Olympic sheet. They've got guys that can skate and can fly. Oh, yeah. and, it's a bit of an adjustment that uh, going into sections, we'll have to uh, figure out exactly what we need to mm-hmm. do. No matter where they come from, right? Um, <coughs> I didn't say that out loud, did I? Uh, hey, that's for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, are there good numbers uh, for hockey in East Side right now? Yeah. I mean, uh, you, yeah. you know, the, the, score, the youth hockey program, are they all looking good? And, and that goes into my next question. Um, tryouts are always a very difficult time for coaches. Uh, I, I mean, uh, both, uh, you know, talking to Grant and, and everybody I've talked to, they don't like tryouts. It's hard on them. How was it for you guys? Did you have to make some cuts that you didn't want to make, or was it okay? I think it's uh, it's tricky. Numbers first off in East Grand, I think, are fantastic. The Good. youth hockey program there, like I, I tell those guys all the time, and I tell Grand Forks youth hockey too with with Lucky and Alms, and like I tell them, like you guys do a phenomenal job on both sides of the river. I, I think that we're really spoiled in this community. Oh and gosh, are we, we don't even know how good we have it. Yeah. Um, even coming from Western Canada, like it, the way it's run here is really first class and really well done. So numbers are growing and, and you've got people too, like whether they're parents or non-parents, mm-hmm. like you look at the, uh, the Bantam coaches on both sides are non-parent coaches. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like that's phenomenal. That's yeah. rare. And, and see, in my opinion, uh, it's okay to coach your kid, but when you get to the Bantam level, step back, yeah. just step back. These guys are young men. Now this is a, this is a high school prep league you're playing in now. Step back. I was lucky. My son, well, you know, we mentioned Ray Wareham. Yeah. Uh, you know, I played for Tarek Howard, uh, you know, and Pernica. Uh, nice. My kid had, I'm a hockey guy. Yeah. I played hockey. I got nothing on any of these guys. Um, I, I was so confident, and that's the cool thing. And Grand Forks, these Grand Forks, I mean, it's all D1 pretty much coaching. You guys yeah. have all been around the world a few times in this game, and you can't get any better. I mean, I'm contracted to do 10 games on the radio this year. Central, East Side, and Red River. I'm, You're it's lucky. like a dream. Yeah. I mean, gosh. Three great programs and great teams. And, yeah, you know what I think is awesome, too? And I, I thought of this before I was ever even a part of it. You got three you got three, you know, high schools in the city, mm-hmm. um, essentially, and all three are UND alumni coaches. Exactly. And then you yeah. look at who the assistant coaches are for mm-hmm. each program with, you know, vast backgrounds in hockey and playing at a high level. And I think it's a testament to uh, Grand Forks and, and people that want to stick around, and they want to be a part of this, and they want to give back. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, me coming from Section 8, Thief River Falls, you know, you grew up thinking, ah, North Dakota hockey, pfft, it's not even real. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And and it might be a slightly different style, North Dakota compared to Minnesota, but um, they let them play hockey when they play each other. It doesn't yeah. matter, and that's the good part. And you know what I mean, and yeah. the hockey people know what I mean with that. Um, 
Did you lose a lot of, of uh, people to graduation, or how are your numbers look? I mean, yeah. how are your your ages looking? Yeah. So no, I, I didn't get to touch on the tryout part. The, the tryouts are oh. tricky. Like, and uh, you know, it's kind of new to me at the high school level too. Even because where I come from, it's midget hockey. So sure, if sure. someone's getting cut from a midget program, they go down and they get to play another midget program. Yep. Right. So with some of the seniors. Um, you know, last year we 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 didn't have enough bodies, so there was no cuts to be made, which mm-hmm. is which is great because yeah, you don't yeah. have to be the one to end somebody's you know high school right right. Um, and this year we had about forty three come out, um, so oh boy. there's forty jerseys, so you yep. had to make some difficult decisions. But um, you know, offering guys to be a part of the program in different ways, and then try to you know make sure they're still around because they're great kids too. So you want them to be a part of it in every way that they can. We're going to keep uh, talking here. we got a lot more to talk about. Uh, East Grand Forks boys hockey assistant coach Colton Sanderson, uh, UND alum, played for the UND Fighting, can I call him the Sioux? Uh, fighting Sioux or whatever you want to call him nowadays uh, in the studio today. we got a lot more to talk about, but we're going to take a short little break. I need a refill. Hold on. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Diane says Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled a bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work, and the projects were completed in a timely manner. We will use Executive Properties for our next home project. Get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701 701- Three three zero one two seven three, and make sure you call Executive Properties for your snow removal. You know, so what? Uh, so far this year, we've had a very, very uh, non-snowy winter, but um, it's coming. We live in the tundra, all right. Uh, East Grand Forks boys assistant hockey coach Colton Sanderson in the studio today. Um, you know, you guys have got some really good upperclassmen coming back. I mean, we look at Brock Schultz. Uh, he's already played six games in the USHL this year. Now, folks, if you're not familiar with the USHL, it is uh, the best United States junior hockey league there is in fact uh you usually go from the ushl to d1 uh that'll tell you something about this kid has played six games in the ushl with a goal and an assist um he's come back because you can do that he's already got five points i think in three games but you look at brock schultz landon jameson uh grady magner i think 90 almost 100 points between those three boys last year Good to have those guys back, the upperclassmen. How are they working with the underclassmen? Because it's always a big thing. You got to have the leadership on the team too, for sure. And uh, I think it's a big testament to Brock. Like it, it's not an easy decision when you decide, okay, do I want to stay in the USHL? Do I want to come back? And you see it across uh, that league with some of the underage players that have high school eligibility. And something about Minnesota high school hockey, you know, draws those guys back to their community. And you know, with Brock's scenario. I, he, uh, he felt there's unfinished business, I think, mm-hmm. at the high school level. Sure. He also felt developmentally um, there's some opportunities for him to get better in some different ways. And, you know, we're obviously really lucky to have him back. We uh, we didn't want to push him either way, um, and we just wanted what was best for him. And ultimately, he made that decision. And, you know, we're lucky to have him alongside with, you know, Alana Jamison and, um, like you mentioned, Grady Magner. Um, Schmaltz on the back. Yeah, and we've got some. We've got some older veteran guys, and we have some great young players that have come in too. I've been really impressed so far with uh, Mulebrock and with Lovejoy jumping okay. in. And that that third line uh, alongside Overgard, who got some action last year as a freshman. Mm-hmm. Um, they've played really hard to start the season. So if we can if we can be deep like that, roll three four lines even. Um, you know, I think that's where our team will find its most success. You know, people around here don't realize uh, they might think you, your son is a sophomore and he should be playing varsity. But I tell you what, if, if you are a regular varsity skater as a sophomore, 
you're pretty lucky. Uh, you're pretty good because the teams here are that good. Now, if you're a freshman and you're getting varsity time, that's going to tell you something. Now, if you say, say Brock Schultz comes up to you and, and says, Coach, here's my options. What do you do? Do you do you, what's best for the you have? That's where the real coach has got to come out of you. Maybe there's things they need to work on. Do you feel guilty telling them that because maybe they're going to think, oh, he just doesn't want me to go. How, I mean, you've got to tell these guys the truth, no matter if it hurts you or hurts them or, or vice versa, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, for, for me, it was more about asking questions to let him kind of come to his own conclusions. There you right? go. Because he has fantastic people in Waterloo that he's working with. with yeah. Match maybe as a head coach and um, Bryn Chizik is the GM, like great friends of ours too. Sure. So, you know, for, for Tyler and I and whoever else Brock was talking with, it was more about asking questions and um, letting him kind of make those decisions on his own and um, you know, it's not easy and, uh, it's a difficult one you know, put a lot of pressure on himself by coming back. Cause sure. you really need to make sure that you do get better because, you know, he did a great job of earning a spot there and he's, yeah. he's going to have to do that over again. Right. Um, but ultimately for him, I think it was the community and his teammates and, um, that's what it was coming home for him. Yeah. Uh, now, are you the kind of guy did you, did you call Chizik and go, nee, 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 nee. We no, no, not at all. Not at <laughs> no. all. Um, no, definitely not. Uh, you know. And 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 I'm guessing guys like they get that too. I mean, they went through all of this stuff. Yeah, you know? for sure. Everybody's situation's different, right? Sure. And, and and it's tricky and you know, um hard decisions gotta be made at a certain point. You just hope that uh he can continue to develop and get better and get to where he wants to be. Um, you know, uh, the thing about uh, East Grand Forks and, and something in Palmo and, and Scotty and now you have always done, uh, when you look at the schedule, I mean, Gentry Academy, Delano, uh, Matamidi, St. Cloud Cathedral, Cloquet, Esco, Carlton. Uh, you've also got, you know, Hermantown, Fargo Davies, Holy Angels, uh, Roseau, you, you know, Duluth Dentil. You don't have to play these teams. Moorhead, you know, Moorhead, Roseau, the double A teams. But you guys, and, and what a lot of people don't realize is, is you're playing for February, um, and that's just going to make your team better. How you get out of the Section 8, you got to go find out what's out around there the rest of the, the uh, state. But um, how important is that, do you think, for the betterment of the team to go out and play these teams that are you know, not in, in our backyard? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think Tyler has done an unbelievable job through his tenure here, and he's got great relationships where you can set a schedule that uh, is as challenging as the one we have. Yeah. And, and I think in particular, I mean, it pushes you to get ready. We talk about, you know, UND a little bit in the NCHE, right? Um, it's a bit of a blender where you're going hard every weekend. Oh, There's sure. no easy weekends, and it yeah. prepares you for the tournament. Um, and I think it's kind of a similar setup with how Tyler does his schedule, and you do not have any nights off, no games off, and it's tricky, and uh, you get pushed to get ready. Um, since you keep mentioning Tyler, I got to uh, throw a little jab in. What's yeah. he so busy with? I don't know. He won't tell me. I think that maybe you scared you. I think he's I getting know. stage fright or something. Yeah, who knows? Uh, I know I don't scare him. If anything, he scares me more than anything. I, I thought we should bring uh, Jake Uselding, our other assistant coach on oh, here. Farmer that would have been great. Been, he would have been good. That would have yeah. been great. Um, he's probably one of the only Useldingers I don't know. Oh really? So, yeah, oh, I, I know almost all of them. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, I'll let you know where to find them. He's uh, he's easy to find. <laughs> okay, I'd, I'd like to actually. I don't think I've even ever been introduced to the guy. It, it's so funny. Um, you know, I had uh, uh, the Grand Forks Night Riders coach in the other day, and um, known the guy my entire life. Well, I've known him for many many years, but yeah. didn't. You know, okay. Kelly Kilgore, he yeah. knew who I was and knew who he was, but we had never really, I don't think, ever been introduced. And it, it's kind of the same way there. Um, I always just dealt with, with Palmo and, right. and Scotty, you know, and, and, and I've, 
I mean, I've known Scotty since back in the Rozo UMC. I mean, going way, way back days. Then. Yeah, yeah. Um, are there games, you know, we, we mentioned all of these extra games and, and the travel and, and the teams you're playing that are kind of out of the out of your backyard, but are there any games that you get super stoked about, or are you too young yet in the whole rivalry thing for, for high school hockey, or is there something you put down in your calendar besides, you know, section tournaments and stuff that, that you're really looking forward to going and see and play? Uh, honestly, every game is really exciting for sure. me. It's it's young into this. They they all get uh, to be special. I really like uh, obviously the Gambucci Cup games. I think are awesome. Like when I came to school here, uh, most of us would go watch those games. If we yeah, could. Um, I thought it was awesome hockey and it was fun to see. Obviously, the coaches we knew who they were mm-hmm. too, and um, we had local guys in our team from every school. Really, sure, between yeah, Red yeah. River Central and East Grand. So I loved going to watch those games when I was here playing. Um, and those games last year were a blast and getting to work with a lot of those kids in the summertime. It's fun to cheer them on when we're not playing against them. And then it's fun to play against them when we do. And then obviously the section eight games are huge. I mean, yeah. um, again, starting to get in a taste of that and they're special games and they're hard. Like we found out and I think our guys found out early last night against Detroit lakes. Like they came out absolutely flying. Yeah. On us. Yeah. Um, and I thought they really pushed the pace on our group and, um, it was a, it was a big kind of regroup for our group to kind of figure things out get settled back in and kind of uh, get back to work on the game. But every game in that section is tough, like you said. You know, my kid won a couple of uh, state titles with Central and won a Gambucci Cup, and and we had told him upon graduation, uh, we'll make a duplicate of one. One of your... course you had to get the big one the Gambucci Cup, but uh, he still has that thing at at his house. And, and, And he... His senior year, um, Central wasn't even... They probably should have even made state and ended up making it to the championship game, but... Mm -hmm. um, he he was okay with the state titles and everything. They wanted that Gambucci Cup more than anything, and and awesome. which surprised me because uh, again, where I come from, from Thief River back in the day, it was only one class, right? And you know, you we lost to Rozo in overtime in the section championship game, you know, and that was as close yeah. as we got. But he, um, you know, to win a state tournament for him, he he was more into the Gambucci thing. But um, and that that's fine his buddies. too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, is is what can we expect? from east side this year uh i I mean i would think 14 and 10 you know it's a winning season last year's record not good enough for you guys i i know the program good enough 14 and 10 uh, palmo is probably thinking about that for six months after the season got done (laughs) really i mean any of these section eight coaches especially you know east side thief or world whatever but 14 and 10 last year what can we expect out of the green wave this year yeah the team's gonna play fast hard physical um i think that that's what tyler's kind of set through the program standards and and east grand forks um you know as a whole from the bottom up playing the game the right way playing as a unit moving pucks quick and and being really difficult to play against um we want to suffocate teams and we want to make it really hard for them to make plays offensively and we also want to play in the ozone a lot so that takes a lot of hard work and it takes a lot of depth too and, and rolling through lines and keeping everybody fresh and um, I think just that typical hardness that you see from East Grand Forks and letting our offense come from from rebounds and hard plays. Mm-hmm. And when there's skill plays to be made, obviously make them, and they've got free reign to do so. But we just want to be really hard to play against and to block a lot of shots and yep. get in lanes and do all of those little things it takes to be a championship team. Uh, physicality. Um, I love it. I, I love a good, clean, hard-hitting game, as long as it's clean mm-hmm. and hard-hitting. But um, can we expect some physicalness? Um, East side, we usually do. Yeah, absolutely. Good. I think that uh, our guys do a good job with their D-men with gaps and stepping up at the right times. And, and the way that we are going to track ferociously, I think there's going to be some collisions at times. 
Mm-hmm. Um, now, most coaches have their particular group or job or whatever that they work with. Is there anything that you specialize in uh, when you're when you're out on the ice um, for practice? Yeah, so I, I mean, I work with our power play unit a little bit right now, and Tyler with her PK, and uh, I work with the forwards, Tyler with the D, and and but ultimately we kind of all work together through it all and there's a lot of communications i'm on the phone with him enough times throughout the day uh, yeah, talking about yeah. different ideas and things and um we've got work to do in all areas and you know we've got a wealth of knowledge with jake Eastlinger and tyler around that that locker room too to uh, to talk about you know what different ideas we have and putting guys in the right places to make plays you know um i've had okay you're the last of the boys coaches here uh, in the grand cities but <clears throat> between uh you know uh Perenica and uh, red river and you guys um it it uh, you all know what's going on. These head coaches they've been doing it for a long time. They're all very successful, but everyone has said, "I love new ideas from the assistant coaches. Mm-hmm. I love hearing things. I can't be stuck in this rut. Things the game changes, the people change, the kids change." Palmo is one of those guys you can bounce ideas off of him, no problem. Yeah, absolutely. It's actually uh, maybe one of the more enjoyable parts of it all is you watch something, uh, whether it's at a college game or a UND game or junior, you're on Instat, whatever it is, you kind of pick up on things and things that you could try or tweak to try to get better and um, you know, be a student of the game as long as you can. Yeah. You look at uh, some of the best coaches in the NHL, they're always changing things up. And some of the greatest coaches that have coached junior for a long time or college for a long time, yeah. you got to make simple little adjustments here and there and then stick with what works. And I think uh, the way that, you know, all the coaches in town run their programs, they, they have an identity in how they play. And I think it's very well known in the community what that identity is. And I think that's important. And everybody does a really good job of making those adjustments in the offseason and, and in games, too. Yeah, you act like you are a pro at doing this whole thing right here. Um, have you ever done an interview this long? Oh, no, I got an earpiece in here, actually. So <laughs> Tyler didn't want to be on camera because of his haircut, but he's just telling me what oh. to say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just got a haircut this morning too, but uh, I covered up with a hat. Um, okay, but let's let's look ahead long term, Colton. Yeah. Um, and this is just a stupid question. I can't believe I'm even going to ask it. But um, are you happy here uh, in the Grand Cities? Do you, do you plan on making this your home, or we'll just kind of play it by ear and, and go with the flow? Or uh, your wife happy here? All of that kind yeah. of stuff. Because okay. um, I'd like the chance to be able to talk to you in the next coming years too yeah. you know and things like that so i'm just curious well you're the only one that would like to keep talking to me so that's good <laughs> yeah. i gotta keep you around um no it, it's actually really funny i'll go back to even uh i talk about gage all the time but he used to make fun of me when i started dating laurel being an east sider mm-hmm. he grew up with her they went to high school together. oh sure uh, you guys are gonna get married you live in east grand you'll coach the green wave like and i'm like all right yeah good one little like, crystal ball yeah so that's 2015 and it, here we are wow. I'm sitting here getting a little bit fatter a little bit older yeah. and i guess i'm helping coach the green wave now so um no we're happy here her family's here and it's nice um for myself it's about seven seven and a half hours mm-hmm. from home so i think it's a great spot um, as long as you can find a little break to get a little bit of uh, warmer temperatures. Yeah, yeah. I'm lucky with the foundation that uh, we have a lot of uh, alumni that go to Florida and Arizona in the winters that I get to go visit through. Wouldn't the that year. be nice? Huh? Yeah. yeah, I'm about due. I'm got my next trip uh, Arkansas in April. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go down there to watch the eclipse. Never been to that state. Uh, it's pretty cool. My aunt and uncle have a place right on uh, the number one uh, fairway of a private golf course, so it's not a bad place. It's not to John go hang Daly's up. old course, then. He was a public guy. I'm guessing. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I have it's no idea. It's, saw a guy, right? A Razorback? Yeah, I think maybe he is. I see, so. and this, this golf course is out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, it's not nice. in a town. 
It's just a golf course in the middle of nowhere with houses around it. Do you it's, got the dress code to fit in around there? I don't know. Every time I've golfed <laughs> it, it's during the holidays, and it's like my uncle and I are the only ones on the course. Oh, that's nice. So it's, it's really nice. Yeah. You can go out there in November and, and uh, have a blast. Um, this has been a, a lot of fun. Um, I, I, when, when Palmo texted me and said you were coming in, I, I was glad because I hadn't got to talk to you in yeah. a long time. Um, but man, you, you look like you are just, you fit right in, uh, with this whole Eastside program. Um, I know you bring a, a, a ton of knowledge and I'm sure Palmo has picked your brain enough. Um, I think you're a great addition to the team, and, and I'm so looking forward to doing that. In fact, I've got you guys in Central on the 7th. Okay, next Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So that's that's going to be a fun game. I'm looking forward to it, and um, I guess we'll get to talk to you then. Um, yeah. And thanks for coming in, man. Hey, uh, this is awesome. I had a great time today. This is fun. Hey, like I said, it was always a blast coming in to visit uh, in years past. I should have been in here a long time ago. You got to get your work done first. Uh, That's all right. Hey, thanks, and good luck for the rest of the year. Uh, thank you. Appreciate the kind words. All right, there you go, East Grand Forks. Boys hockey assistant coach Colton Sanderson played for the UND Fighting Sioux. Uh, yeah, we all know who he is. Uh, and again, um, I can't wait to go see these guys play. If you want to see them, let's see here. Their next game is Friday, and they're, oh, they're going to be on the road. They'll be on the road until the 7th when they host Central. All part of the Gambucci Cup. Uh, go check that out. All right. Um, we want to give a big shout-out to Moe's Cafe for bringing you the show today. Uh, Moe's right here in the Grand Cities Mall. What a great little sit-down, takeout diner. Uh, their breakfast and lunch are incredible. They have gluten-free choices. They offer a 15% discount for military members. And they're open, let's see, Tuesday through Friday from 7 to 3, weekends from 8 to 2. And check out their daily dish, all right? Right today, it's uh, three pancakes topped with Nutella and whipped cream for just 10 bucks. At Moe's Cafe, if you don't like their daily dish, just order something off the menu. Find them right here, Suite 31 in the Grand Cities Mall. Well, let's see. Roosevelt uh, has got a show coming from Circle of Friends Animal Shelter today at 1 o'clock. Mixed culture. Be watching for that. Uh, Dirty Thursday tomorrow, brought to you by River City Speedway. Forks Carding Association going to be in to do that big winning drawing raffle thing that they do. Uh, Make sure you tune in. And make sure to remember to like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell on your smartphone. You'll never miss a show. And you know what? Show your support in helping to give the Grand Cities an identity. Donate online, gfbestsource.com. You know, we love the Grand Cities. Grand Fork's best source is giving them an identity again.